is Athena and welcome back to Let's Talk Disability, the podcast focusing on a range of disabilities from autism, dyspraxia, ADHD. I talk about the lot. Now in today's podcast, I'm going to talk about something a little bit different. I'm going to be talking about the DSA and the DSA stands for Disability Student Allowance. So if you live in the UK and you're at university or a specialised college, you would have heard of the Disability Student allowance and this basically is a system that gives you funding for specialised materials, extra time or just support where needed that'll best suit your disability. Now I'm in my master's at university and unfortunately I've only just got my DSA. If only I'd had it in my undergraduate it would have made a world of a difference. Anyway since getting my DSA I've been thinking should I make a podcast about the process of how I got my DSA? say from the very beginning first writing my application to finally having my final assessment going yep you've got your DSA we've given it to you so unlike other forms of funding where you might not need a diagnosis with the DSA you need a diagnosis to go through the steps otherwise they will reject you so having my autism diagnosis I was confident I would just glide through the process so that's the first thing you have to have a diagnosis and when you start the process you fill out a form from the student finance websites whether you're in England Wales or Scotland you fill out a form and it'll talk about why you feel like you need support how your disability affects you in your studies what support you feel like you would want and basically you attach some evidence and just send it off. So once that's sent off you will wait a little bit and you should hopefully get an email back saying congratulations you've made it to the next step please book an appointment with an assessor and an assessor basically just has a discussion about who you are, how your disability affects you, basically everything that you've written down in the form. However, this will be in more detail. Bearing in mind the whole process for me took about five months, so this isn't a quick and easy process. So once you've got through to the assessor, the assessor will talk about everything that you've put in your letter. It'll ask you to fill out an application form separately, talking more in detail about your needs what you may want. It gives you the opportunity to write down if there's any specialised equipment that you've done your research on. And yeah, so you just have a good chat with them for about an hour. It's quite a lengthy and in-depth. They talk about every single aspect of your study for me. They talked about if I needed any support moving around the buildings, which I didn't, but I know other people might. Talked about having a one-to-one support in class and outside of class. They talked about proofreading, having a system which proofreads for me, reads my text for me, and a range of different stuff that I might benefit from. And of course, a laptop, which a lot of people also get, because that's the main thing, because that's something that I know for me, the main thing that will help me. So after the initial assessment, they go away and they form a report, which should take about a week to form. And then once you get the report back, there will be 
a list of emails and phone numbers which you have to phone and email. Now with the DSA it's a little bit different where you don't get a set grant put to you. You have to either buy the product and they will reimburse you or they will buy it for you. It's sort of like getting free items a little bit. It's sort of like you don't have to give them back at the end of the day but they will buy them for you on the on the basis that it will help with your studies. Depending on what you've decided, whether you want a laptop or specialist equipment or maybe a printer, they will send that out to you. But they will also have a session, lots of sessions with you to go over how to use specialist equipment, making sure you're okay. And if you need any extra sessions of help on how to use it, just going over and over and over it, just making sure you're a-okay with it. Now after that, I was going to say you're on your own, you're not on your own. After that, any point of contact will be from your disability service at the university. I'm not sure about other universities, but I know for mine, after I've done with the DSA, if I have any problems with my DSA or if I have any problems like with university, with disability, my first point of contact will be the disability team. So yeah, that is the whole process of the DSA. It sounds quite simple when you just say step by step by step by step. But when you think about it took me over five months to actually complete it, it's quite a lengthy process. And I wouldn't recommend doing what I did and starting it in September. Although I didn't start till January, you had the Christmas holidays then you had because the year already started everything was quite going to be quite slow just get over the way way before you're going to start your studies it'll save you a lot of time and you won't be in my position where I'm starting my studies and I don't have any accommodations until about seven weeks in So some examples of the DSA material that I've got, I've mentioned some beforehand, like the note-taking material, that app is called Gleam. I've got some one-to-one assistance to proofread my work. I've got Grammarly. I've got a printer, a laptop. I know for other people it's completely different. I know my friend Sam, he's got cerebral palsy and he he has a wheelchair so he has a one-to-one constantly escorting him because he's also short-sighted. Academically he is really good but he just needs that, he just needs that support physically. So I think we've reached the end of the podcast. I really hope you enjoyed this podcast. I really actually enjoyed talking about my DSA journey. It's been a long time coming actually because I first tried to get it when I was in my first year of uni in 2019 and we all know what happened after 2019 but yeah that was a real struggle and getting my autism diagnosis really really helped. I think it helped more than I thought it was going to help towards my academics. I thought I was done with my academics but turns out I'm not turns out I'm back and I'm in full swing (laughs) let me know by my social medias at life through dyspraxia send me a message if you want any advice on anything I talked about in this podcast or you just want to have a little chat about it so yeah thank you so much for watching make sure to subscribe hit the bell button and if you can I'd love it if you could give me a five star review you don't have to but it'd really help me if you did
Friday. So yeah, thank you so much for listening and I'll see you on a Monday in the future. Bye.